Talk is stupid, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between. We've got a college basketball, so we'll talk a little NBA, but mostly college basketball emphasis podcast coming for you today. I am joined by the robust Pablo Picasso. Michigan is going to play today. I should probably. Yeah, you got to get some kind of background going. Yeah, totally blanked on that. Usually I got the backgrounds going crazy. That's my bad. I apologize. Um, today is the Michigan-Michigan State basketball game. Game number two on the original schedule. Game number one on the real-life schedule because we got a bunch of ducks over on the other side of the state. We are yeah. responsible for our health. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we've got a basketball game that's going to tip off here pretty soon, probably after you guys watch this. But... It'll be enough for us to talk about, hopefully, for a little bit. Hopefully, it's mostly stuff for me and Nick to talk about. But, unfortunately, I don't think that's necessarily how today's going to go. Um, also, I guess we should probably mention Nick. Nicholas is on a little vacay with the vacay. Yeah. Where is he? Florida? No. I think he's in Traverse City. He's going oh, to, he was going to Florida. Older weather? Yeah. I think that's what I said. I think, yeah, Traverse City. Yeah, anyway. Nick's on a vacation with his girly. Um, yeah, so we've got his picks. He sent them in. His, and we will go over them. Let us start off, though, like I said, right now we're talking about Michigan. Michigan State tips off today at 1230. Michigan State is three-point favorites. At home, 15-4. and four. Michigan State going up against a... Brutal, the best, I should say, the best 10 and 7 team in the country in the University of Michigan. I don't know all the 10 and 7 teams, so I won't make that claim. I can because you're the only one I can in the Big Ten that's 10 and 7, so. All right. Let's see. Um, it is a three point spread when I got it and I made my pick this morning. It's currently, according to here, I'm going to double check on FanDuel. ESPN has it at a four right now. Um, so Michigan State is coming off of a disappointing letdown. Not even like a letdown game. I don't even know the best way to really describe it outside of we just like shit down the side of our leg um, when we played Illinois. Uh, we had more turnovers and points in the first, or turnover, not points, more turnovers and field goals in the first half. It was just absolutely disgusting. I know we haven't actually talked about it. Um, it was just fucking gross. We ended up only losing by uh, one point. Um, you don't really need to talk about it. Uh, we're bad. It just We just played like shit. Our fir- first half was just, we came out. Did you watch any of it? I watched the end. Yeah, we lost to Illinois for those at home without their two best players. But I will arguably say that Frazier dude is their second best player. His, he's very good. At I would say he's definitely their second best player. Yeah, for Billy, both, I think, is incredibly overrated. Thank you. But we got both got trounced by that team this year. so I think you could say that Frazier might be their best player. Especially with Kofi, like, hasn't played out. I like this take. I like it. I like it, Ryan. He 
he definitely won the game basically by himself when Michigan played him. So Kofi didn't play very well, and, and that was without Hunter Dickinson. Really? But I would say that Frazier's been their best player this year, but yeah. That was a... The end of the game that I saw, because I saw you guys were down 10 with, like, I don't know how much time left. Like, oh, I might try to watch this a little bit, see what's going on. And it was uh, it was very low-scoring, sloppy, just classic Big Ten basketball. Yes. You know what's the most gross part about the whole situation? Is that, so we scored, it was 30-something-20 at halftime. I'll see if I can pull it up. Mm, yeah. Oh, 20 to 34 at halftime. Uh, then there were seven minutes, and th- I vividly remember there being seven minutes and 34 seconds left in the game, and we had scored 47 points. And I was like, holy shit, we're on pace right now. All right. Uh, we only scored eight more points the rest of the game. Um,. Yeah, it is just gross. We don't have we don't have a number one offensive weapon. We don't have a cool hand that we were used to having. Yeah. Um, and it it, it kind of showed up today uh, or that day. Gabe Gabe Brown needs to have a good game today. Badly. <laughs> Hunter Dickinson needs to have a bad game. Yeah, he's been playing. Well, aside from the fucking Northwestern game yesterday, two days ago, he's been playing very good lately. We just don't like our Michigan State team is averaging fourteen point turnovers. Fourteen point three turnovers a game. I was looking at the turnover statistics. You guys somehow aren't first in the Big Ten turnovers or second. There's a team that's got like fourteen point nine in the game. I forgot who it was. It might have been. Like Rutgers, no Rutgers, not or might have been Nebraska. It's just whatever team has gotten stuck with that one dog shit crew that calls everything. Yeah. Michigan was fifth in the Big Ten tournament. We're both top five. Yeah, it's just gross, dude. I honestly think you brought up a good question about 30, 35 turnovers. Thirty-five is a little high. I wouldn't bet on thirty-five, but for this sake, I'd say definitely over thirty-five. Well, the only reason I said thirty-five is because. Two games ago, Michigan had over 20 and won. Against Northwestern, we had almost 20. We still won. So even if we play good, we still turn the ball over. You guys are the same. So I was just like, yeah, 35 is possible. It is. We're, hmm. if, the, if the line was at 34 and a half over under combined turnovers, I might hit the over. The actual over under is 138. Really? It's a little higher than I anticipated. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take the under. I think I would take the under. I think I'm going to parlay. You ready for this? I think I'm going to parlay as a little flyer. Michigan money line and the under. Yeah. If Michigan wins, it'll be... 72-58. You think it'll be a blowout? I think it would be close. I do. I just have a feeling you guys are going to come in and embarrass us. I will say that uh, it's not the best time for your team because Caleb Houston finally learned how to shoot the past two weeks. He was shooting like 70% from three. 
Dickinson hit like three threes against Indiana, a couple threes against Northwestern. We still have absolutely zero backcourt. So that's, that'll be the big matchup. It's like fucking, who's your point guard's name again? Taylor? No. The transfer dude. Oh, um, Walker. Walker. Him versus our transfer point guard is going to be just a fucking hilarious matchup. Tyson Walker, I think he's fifth in the Big Ten in assists. He's doing all right with that. He's going to. He's good count, at defense. Count how many times Devontae Jones, my point guard, hits the, hits the floor on offense. Like, Falls to the ground. Okay, that is what you meant. He like he's got this problem where he like when he dribbles, he's always got like this this forward lean to him. And sometimes the feet lag a little bit behind him and he just ends up just fucking belly belly sliding across the court after he makes a pass and nobody even touches him. It's like last game against Northwestern he had to get both of his knees taped up because he hit the floor so many times. Nice. Yeah. That's not good. Um, but if we're looking at, if we zoom out of this game, I guess before we lock in the picks, um, just looking at it from a betting perspective, uh, Michigan this year is 7-10 and 10 against the spread, and they're 2-4 and four against the spread on the road. They're 2-4 and four on the road, straight up. And obviously they're ten and seven, so they're ten and seven money line on the year. That one goes kind of goes without saying. Sparty is eleven seven and one against the spread this year, four and five at home. We're eight and one at home money line, also not straight up. And betting trends for this game say the under. The under. Now, <coughs> with all of that being said, Brian, at the current line of Michigan minus or Michigan plus the four at Sparty Town, how are you feeling? I'm gonna pick them to cover, Michigan to cover, and win because they're my team. But you know, I'm the confidence levels. Less than ideal. Ryan's got plus four. Don't hate it. Um, do you got a score? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with. Uh, Nick, Nick threw some scores out. Sixty-nine to sixty-five. Sixty-nine, sixty-five. Nice. Uh, I am going to take. Oh, dude, I don't like this game. Everything screams to me that Michigan's going to end up winning this game. Oops. Um, I'll do that later. I'm going to take... I don't love it, but I'm just going to... I kind of have to. I'm going to take Sparty to cover. I already took them bet-wise... At minus three. Minus four, I guess I'll take them. Fuck, I don't like it, though. Final score, we're going to say 
Sixty-one to fifty-eight. Nice. No, fifty-seven. Fuck, that's not the spread. Hold up, fifty-six. Fifty-six. Oops. Uh, the Knicks said he's taking Sparty minus a four, and he said sixty-eight to fifty-nine. All of us are taking the under by our score predictions. But we don't need to get into that. Uh, let's see. Next. Do you have any other comments about this game? Do you think we're going to remake up the la- the first game we missed, do you think? Yeah, we already rescheduled our game against Purdue, so I'm sure that it'll be announced somewhat soon. See, I just heard that the, it worked out with Purdue. It's like a uh, schedule because they had a little – one of those weird little Big Ten gaps that happen. Mm. We have like the week off or whatever. We don't have one of those. Why not? Because ours was last week. Oh, fuck. Nice. You guys had COVID. And we had a, ours were the oh, week nice. leading up to you, the week after you, and then last week. And now we start to play every like four days again. Well, you might just have to play two games in three days. Uh, I don't see why we have to do that because you guys can't control your team and keep your I players on skeeps. Michigan can do that. It can do it if Michigan wants to. I mean, that that second game is going to be rough. Um, yeah, because it's going to fuck one of us over either way on the schedule. No one's going to be happy. But no, it's going to be happy. Honestly, if the if the games keep going the way it's going to, it's going to matter. For one fan base and the other fan base is like just gonna begrudgingly watch. If Michigan stays on this Big Ten course of boppity boopity right around the five hundo. Well, I mean, we're still fighting to get to five hundred. You guys are sub five hundred in the Big Ten? Oh yeah. No way. You're four and three. Shut your mouth. Oh, I guess we did win three in a row. We were one and three. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought you guys were on a hot streak. Yeah, you guys just beat Maryland. You guys beat Northwestern at the buzzer. No, we lost because we don't know how to make free throws at the at the buzzer. So, uh, so that was because that was the one where Bingham went up to tip it in with point with like one point one or whatever left, and he got like four inches off the ground, but somehow drew a foul, and then tink 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 missed his free throws. Send it to overtime. Hey. Did you see the Michigan-Northwestern game? Good for you guys. Did you watch it? No. Dickinson and Diabate fouled out. We had Jaron Folds. Oh, I saw that. Okay, I saw a bunch of shit about him on Twitter. He he plays for you. I never heard that name. He came in uh, and had the game-clinching assist, basically. Like, he came in. And is like the gumpiest of gumps, white guy, white big guy is like Davis. He's yeah, like that level. He came in, didn't take a dribble, got the ball, passed it right away to a wide open guy who hit a three. And the Northwestern came down. They're like, oh, we got Jared Folds in the game. We're gonna take advantage of him. Threw it to their big guy in the post. Jared Folds gave him a fucking nice little fucking chest bump. Dude throws up a fucking air ball. Probably was a foul. 100% was a foul. They didn't call it though. 
And then he comes down the floor, doesn't touch the ball the rest of the game. MVP in my eyes. Hey. That's all you can. There's nothing more you can ask out of your uh, underclassmen walk-ons. We put him in the game above of Brandon Johns. If that tells you. Brandon, Brandon Johns, Johns is on the team still. He was available. He doesn't play much. Brandon Johns. Brandon Johns. You I thought he graduated. No, no. He has gotten like. He peaked his freshman year. Yeah, he's gotten so much worse. He doesn't. He doesn't really play anymore. He put Jaron Folds in above him. That's crazy. That all right? Well, that's wild to me. He started oh. the beginning of the year. Jesus. All right. Uh, next game, we got Indiana at Maryland. This is a one and a half. Indiana. So Maryland's plus one and a half at home. I would take what? Indiana to. Yammer that cover. Take an Indiana cover. Uh, only thing uh, I don't love about the Indiana covering is Indiana has yet to cover on the road this year. They're 12 and 8. And yep. They are bad. But uh, Indiana is 0 and 5 against the spread at home, uh, on the road and 1 and 4 money line on the road. Oh, I'm taking them. Maryland's seven and five money line at home, but three and nine against the spread at home. <sighs> I'm also gonna take. I also took Indiana. I'm riding Indiana with you. I parlayed all my Big Ten games together. Uh, Nick threw a score on there. You want to attach a score to it? Seventy-two to fifty-four. Oh, you got a blowout. Okay. Uh, I am going to say both of these teams are fucking garbage. So I'm going to say 64 to 51 minus the 1.5. Then Nick said Indiana 62. Uh, Maryland's 59. So Nick also is taking Indiana minus one and a half. Uh, next game is the t- two teams that have given us both struggles slash the uh, two teams that have most recently beaten Michigan State. Uh, Illinois at Northwestern, somehow only a four points for Indiana, or for Illinois, sorry. Um, Northwestern honestly looked pretty good. Yep. I don't know if they're beating Illinois, though. The, they both are kind of shitty. Uh, Northwestern's 3-6 and six covering the spread at home. Illinois is 2-3 and three on the road. Um... Yeah, there's nothing really. These trends are just dog shit spreading bet-wise. Uh, I'm just going to take Illinois because Northwestern's, I personally, I'm just going to say that they used a lot of their energy for that Michigan game. And the letdown at the end, they're going to be deflated. I'm taking Illinois minus the four. 
I'm going to take Northwestern. You got a score? 71 to 67. 71, 67. So you're you're pushing. You're hoping your bet pushes. That would be the goal. You want you want to win? I'm taking the money line. Ah, okay. Uh, Illinois, fuck me. I'm gonna say 76, 67. And then Nick. Nick is also taking Illinois minus a four. Without uh, Nick's Nick's guesses are like pretty close to what the spreads ended up being. Without him knowing what any of these spreads are. Uh, let's see. The last game I have on here is Rutgers Nebraska. Um, Nebraska is obviously at home. Nebraska is ten and ten against the spread this season. Eight and six at home. Uh, and they're six and eight money line at home. Where Rutgers seven eleven and one against the spread this year. One and six on the road. Eleven and eight money line. One and six record on the road this season, and that is also money line. We are getting them at Rutgers minus the three. Um, both these teams are not very good. Rutgers is kind of good. Rutgers, I don't. I don't Nebraska think hasn't won a Big Ten game yet. Okay. Nebraska's got to be bad. All the bet, uh, but all the betting odds and stuff and trends say Nebraska. I'm gonna take Nebraska plus the three. I'm gonna take Rutgers. Um, Nick took Rutgers as well. What do you got for a pick on that? Um, I'm going to say Rutgers 78, Nebraska 70. Um... This is a great all 57 to 55 game. The Nick said that he has um, 60 to 55. Cool, cool, cool. See, those are only games I have on here. They play. Oh, there's games on Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah, I should probably talk about those games. Or if you want to, we can add those on to the end of tonight's pod when the betting lines are up. Since yeah. there's no spreads or anything yet. Yeah, we can do that. Actually, got, some, got a good game. Purdue, was, Purdue, Ohio State, 16 versus 6. Should be a good game. All right. NBA-wise, the Pistons lost last night to the fucking Magic. Or they did not hit. Kid did not get 19 points. Cade got, like, four points. That's a joke. I think he ended up with eight points. He ended up eight points, two boards, four assists, uh, 30 minutes. 
3 of 17 from the field, 0 of 5. Isaiah Stewart on 25 minutes. How many did Sadiq have? Sadiq had 17. Sadiq had the worst plus minus out of anybody, though. He had a plus minus a neg- minus 21. Trey Lyles, that motherfucker, had 18 points. He was our leading scorer. How'd Franz do? Great. 7 of 12, 2 of 3 from 3. Perfect. 8 of 8 from the stripe. Um, 28 points, 2 turnovers, 3 boards. No assists, no steals. 4 fouls. Big foul guy. Yep. 24. Played well. Terrence Ross somehow 21 off the bench. And Okiki had 17 off the bench. You know, it's been a fun game I've been playing and I've made some money the past few days. Um, you take the opposing center, starting and backup center, over rebounds when they play the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And then you also just do, like, you pick, I picked, I picked this time, I picked Mo Bamba to score 10 points. Double-double. 10-point double-double. Wendell Carter Jr. over six boards. Yeah. Or over eight boards. Uh, they both had 11. Yeah. I had a, my parlay was Cade over 18 and a half, uh, Sadiq over Two and a half threes, I think. Ooh, uh, Wendell, awesome. Wendell Carter. What's his name? Wendell something? Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. I think it was over eight and a half boards. Yep. And I think, it, I, think I had the under, which was like the other thing. Yeah, that game's fucking wild. My other parlays in the NBA got voided because the Lakers half the team didn't play. Yeah, I had a in few parts with Ron and AD. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, who? Balanchunas didn't play for uh, New Orleans. Is that what you got me? Uh, I didn't have money on prop, props on that game. Whatever game he, whatever team he plays for, he didn't play, and so that one got voided as well. Yeah, the Pistons. Uh, Pistons have been oh. bad, but Cade has been good. Except for last night. Except for last night. For the most part, he's been... Most bad, part, bad yes. Advice. Too bad we were getting really loud about him being uh, Rookie of the Year. And then he shit all over himself. You know who's been a great, great team to make money on this year? Foster Lawyer and the Davidson Wildcats. Oh. Sneaky number 25 in the country right now. 16-3. Mm-hmm. and three. Um, I made an oopsie. Nick picked two more games. I forgot that are tonight. Kansas, Kentucky, five twelve. Mm. Um, Kansas is home minus the five. I'm taking Kansas minus the five. I'm also taking Kansas. I watched Kentucky play Auburn last week, and they did not look good. But I will say, Jabari Smith from Auburn is. The real, the, I don't know if he'll be the number one pick, but probably top five. He looks very good. Love him on the Pistons. Nick took a minus four. That's what he put it at, 67-63. I assume he's going to take, would take Kansas up to minus five as well if he knew what the spread was. And the last one, somehow Marquette and Providence. 
Um, where are you, Marquette and Providence? Why is this game one of the games? Did I ring? Right, we're going to skip that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, NBA, I don't really got much to say. The NBA is being the NBA. Yeah. Pistons are the Pistons. Pistons I'm saving my soul from getting hurt by not being, allowing myself to get invested. Well, I mean, yeah. There can't be much expectation out of the Pistons for the next year or two, I would imagine. Oh, I know, but if I watch it enough, I will be able to talk myself into Isaiah Stewart being good again, like I did last year, and I can't do that to myself. This year, he has been so much worse than he was last year. I don't understand. Oh, sophomore slump slash. But it's not even like. It's just because I think half of it was just Griffin so quickly last year, and everyone's like, "We love this guy." No, it's like, oh. Um, he doesn't actually, like, he's not registering the whole basketball thing. Like, yeah, uh, it's like, when he's playing defense, he's, like, he's, like, just. He doesn't like, have a mentality for an undersized center. No. Definitely. Like, he could, he could play the P.J. Tucker role very well, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, he just doesn't have the mentality to do it uh, yet. He might. I'm very annoyed with all these Pistons fans on Twitter that are so, oh. They make me so mad. They're they're already giving up. I'm like, dude, all right. You can say someone's not playing well. You can even not like someone. But you can't say that they're a bust when they're halfway through their second season in the NBA and they're still 21. Yeah, and there's not like it's not like there was a whole lot of expectations for Isaiah Stewart coming out. He was our what last pick? First no, round pick. Sixteenth pick. Yeah, something like that. It's like. All right, cool. Like, you do realize that the 16th pick in the NBA draft is not the same value as the 16th pick in the NFL draft. The 16th pick in the NBA draft is like this, you know, 30 to 40 in the NFL at best. Yeah. You're talking, once you get to the second round, people are acting like the second rounds are the same. It's like, bro, if you get someone in the second round that makes it to a second contract on your team, that was a great second round pick. He might even have been later, because I feel like Sadiq Bey was our 16th pick last year. Was it? I think Sadiq was before Isaiah Stewart. I think Stewart was the, like, 20-something or whatever. So even 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 go more further my point. Yeah. Like, people are getting mad at home, and then they're getting mad at Sadiq because he hasn't, he's not shooting five of nine from three every night. It's like, dude. And they're like they were getting ready to put him in trade. Like I've seen Sadiq in trade proposals. I'm like, bro, he literally just broke the three point efficiency record for a rookie last year. Yeah. Like, what are we fucking talking about? Yeah, and he's not like he was struggling at the beginning of the year, but he's playing a lot better now. He's still not shooting as well as he did last. He's in a year, little slump right now. But he's still playing a lot better. But like, at the end of the day, they can only play as good as their fucking center is going to help them play. And with no actual center presence on this team, this team is never going to be able to actually compete with anybody. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end of this game on Sunday, 
and depending on what time it gets done we might need to do we might have time to do a little recap mm-hmm. when we get back that's gonna be an ugly motherfucking game evan mobley over points i'm taking flyers on evan mobley triple double caps to win evan mobley double double oh dude last night really hurt me so i was because i was like oh the pistons we actually have a really good record matching up statistically with orlando uh we're seven two and one against orlando in our last 10 like against our in our last 10 games against the spread the only thing is Orlando is seven and two straight up versus Detroit when they're at home in their last nine. That was the only one that really concerned me, but we looked good everywhere else. And so I was like, oh bet. Kate Cunningham, ooh, plus four fifty to score twenty points and the Pistons to win. Gimme. Plus eight sixty for him to score twenty five and the Pistons to win. <laughs> Easy. Oh, Sadiq to hit three threes and the Pistons to win. Plus four hundred. <laughs> Gimme that. Jeez. Uh, I was pretty, I was, hmm. but for drafting, it's good we didn't win that game because they are very, they are worse than us mm-hmm. by like now only one game. Nice, nice, nice. So, I mean, obviously being the first, the worst team doesn't actually always guarantee you. We don't really, I don't know if we really need the number one pick. For this draft, though, there's no Cade Cunningham unanimous number one. I feel like, but 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 at the number one pick, we don't necessarily need him. But I guarantee you we could sell like the Kings on Chet Holmgren, and we could get like Rashawn Holmes and. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, who's someone else on the Kings? I'd like that's not Marvin Bagley. I'm not as familiar with the Kings roster every day. I mean, they have... They just Rashawn have, Holmes is a center that's pretty good, and he's yeah. only signed like $10.4 million a year. So he's like a cheap center, but he's like would be a good addition to the team. And then maybe we do that with like uh, one of their... And then like a 2024 first-round pick, unprotected. Because the Kings are going to be dog shit. I saw a hilarious tweet. It said, we should just trade the Kings, Jeremy Grant... For the twenty twenty for the their first round picks in twenty thirty through twenty thirty six because they'll still be dog shit. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, if someone did, they'd just like take a big gamble on that. And be like, yeah, I just want your, I'm just gonna take a gamble at these six years. You're gonna be bad. But if one of these teams is like, if the Lions, you know, if the Lions ever decide like they want to like, Lions, Jets, you know, bottom of the barrel teams. First year they decide they want to fucking like, hey, we're gonna to try to make a push this year. If the other owners don't abuse them, be like, yeah, I want your 2027, 2028 first rounder, and your 2029 first rounder. But hey, I'll give it to you, whoever you think you need right now, because you will what shit. What do you think about this? Justin Herbert contract year signs a big contract. We we offered five straight first round picks. For Justin Herbert. It'll be probably two years from now when his rookie deal is done. We might have a team. Would you give up five first round picks for Justin Herbert? Um no. Not this version of Justin Herbert. 
But if he continues on the same, you know, trajectory mm-hmm. of improvement, mm-hmm. then yes. But right now, he's like Eli Manning. What about Josh Allen after next year? Yes. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be able to get his ass out of Buffalo, but yeah. Josh Allen would be great. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm kind of getting pretty close to not necessarily. What's the proper terminology? Oh, sounding kind of like a dick. Uh, I would totally be fine if the Detroit Lions don't draft a quarterback for the next 10 years. And we get a veteran quarterback that we know can actually start and is actually going to pan out and knows how to play in the NFL rather than try to guess on one of these and overpay and get attached to one of these rookie quarterbacks. Go get someone in free agency. That's what that's that's where I'm at with this. I got a name, but I'm not going to say it. Just Um, watching all these other teams draft and you're like, and this is the first time we haven't had, you know, we haven't had a quarterback like Big Ben just retired. And that was like, Shit, like, that was one of the first quarterbacks I remember, like, watching growing up. And then we had, you know, once we had Stafford, you know, I remember, obviously, I remember the Kitten days and that little bit of the Harrington days. Like, like when, Staff, when Stafford got there, like, that was, like, really once we started, like, what, we were 10 when he got there? Like, right when you really start to dive in and, like, really understand and care about sports, and there was Stafford. Mm-hmm. So we've never had, like, as bad as we've always been and couldn't figure a coach out, it was always, well, hey. Got Stafford. At least we're not looking for a quarterback and a coach. And you just watch all these other te- like the Jets or the Jags. Like Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be hands down the best quarterback in this class. And I no. think he still could be. He had Urban Meyer as his coach. I'm not going to judge anything about Trevor Lawrence from last year. Yeah, but he also couldn't hit Marvin Jones in the hands. He hit Marvin Jones in the hands a couple times. Couple times. Have you seen? Do you see the rest of the times? <laughs> Who was other quarterbacks from last year? Who are the rookie quarterbacks? I mean, Trey Jones. Lance, Mac Jones. Mac Jones? Mac Jones might be but Mac Jones only would have worked in that New England system. Mac Jones, yeah. would, I am very, very steadfast, and he would not work in anywhere else. But, unfortunately, he is in my – Yeah, unfortunately, he did not get drafted by the Browns. Uh, who else was last year? Zach Wilson? Yeah. And Trey Lance? Trey Lance, but he hasn't gotten a chance, really. There's one more, isn't there? Yeah, there is, and we're blanking on him, and we're bad people for it. Which one is it? Davis Mills. Well, yeah, but there's one more, isn't there? <laughs> Broncos? No, they had Teddy. No. Uh, so was it Justin Fields? We said Justin Fields? Justin Fields. That's all in our division. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> yeah, Justin Fields also has potential. And he's fucked. Because they just got a defensive. Eberflus. Uh, you know, tell me how this makes sense. Richard, Rich, Rich, Richard, Richie, Bisaccio, whatever his name really is. He was interviewed to be their special or their head coach. Didn't get it. And is now apparently rumored to be their special teams coordinator. Why the fuck would you go into a building that's like, nah, you can't be our head coach. But we'll take you to do the same job you were doing, even though you went into the Raiders car crash of a fucking team. No pun intended. And you turn that shitter to a playoff contender. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe he just knows he's not going to get a head coaching job. I don't know how you see what he did there if you need a coach and not like, yes, him. I mean, I don't know. I think the only team that's still looking is Jacksonville, though. Uh, who did the Vikings hire? Oh, they got a GM. I don't know if they've got a head coach yet, actually. They still might need a head coach. Because I thought that they're still... Their GM's got a wild name. Very boring. We got Dable. Went to the Giants. Did you see that Brady is likely retiring? Yeah, I don't know about if he's going to actually retire, but I see uh, a lot of rumors swirling around. Denver, oh, the Broncos did end up signing Hackett. I didn't see that. Yep, which is fantastic news for getting Aaron Rodgers out of the division. Um, yeah, there was a nice tweet that someone put out yesterday with who was filled, like, when they had, like, who still – the team just still needed a because the Jags don't have a coach. Yep. I saw they were looking at Byron Leftwich, but Yeah, but I heard that Leftwich is getting interviewed by someone else like almost immediately. Hopefully when we do the actual football thing later, we will have an answer. Um, I'll look into it so we can talk about it. They're the Vikings, I know they don't have a head coach yet. <sighs> Who else lost in the Raiders? The Raiders don't have theirs because that's because he's Jim Harbaugh. I don't oh, think- your guys' DC is officially back to the Ra- Ravens. So Thanks. long, our savior. Took you guys. I saw you took you guys from the 125th ranked defense to the 13th ranked defense in one year. Jim Harbaugh owes that man whatever his next contract is. Half of it, at least. Yeah. Because he was he was literally the difference in the team. Yeah. Easy. Uh, let's see what else we got here. No, I think that's about it. Oh, I saw. Somebody was interviewing our defensive coordinator, our Lions defensive coordinator. Yeah, oh, the Dolphins don't have a head coach either. Dolphins, yeah. I hope yeah. he doesn't leave, but... And the Saints. And the Saints need a head coach, too. Look at us. We're figuring this out. I forgot about Sean Payton. He stepped down. The way he worded that, I feel like he's just going to – he's just taking, like, a gap year. Taking a leap year and then going to try to go somewhere else. Probably go fill in up in Seattle once Pete Carroll retires. I heard Cowboys. He and Jerry are good friends. They're going to give the fat ass one more year before they kick him to the curb? I guess they'll give him another year. I don't know what they'll do. They haven't fired him. He was he was not good this year. Time management. He was having some issues with that towards then there. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, so we'll have some more later tonight when we talk about it. More uh, football stuff, more details. But game's already started, so we're going to talk to you guys later. We'll see you later. We're talking about football in a little bit. Uh, until the next time, see ya.